I had a year 12 tutor group. Now this tutor group was made up of students who were either retaking maths and English or were studying vocational qualifications. And at the time in the school, I was vocational lead. So I was given this tutor group to guide them, help them, support them throughout the year. And although I knew a number of them, so I had a good relationship with um, most of the students over the years from teaching PE, there was a small group of girls in my tutor group who didn't like me at the time. They hated my rules and expectations. They didn't want to follow them. They just, they gave me dirty looks and tried to make me feel uncomfortable in my tutor sessions with them. And at the time in the school, students were not allowed to wear coats in the building um, or have their phones on and phones have to be turned off and not be seen. And they weren't allowed earphones or AirPods. They couldn't hang out their t-shirts, for example. A lot of students like to put an ear pod or an earphone in their ear when it wasn't even playing any music. Um, but yeah, that wasn't allowed at all at that time in the school. So my rules and expectations were to line up at the door at the start of tutor, remove their coats before they entered, and only enter the room once their coat has been removed. Um, I allowed them time in the classroom to begin with, to turn their phones off, put them away, take the earphones, earphones out, earpods out, um, because I wanted to give them some sort of leeway. I was trying to build the positive relationship with them, develop respect between the two of us, um, and a bit of trust between the two of us, between me and those students. Um, however, like I said, they didn't like my rules and expectations. They didn't want to follow them. They thought I was out of order because staff around the school in their lessons would allow them to wear their coat in lessons, would allow them to have their earphones in, earpods in, listening to music in their lesson, on their phones. Um, so they saw me as a bad guy. They hated me for it, didn't like it, didn't respect me. And like I said, gave me don't looks and tried to make me feel uncomfortable um, in the tutor times that I had with them during the day. We had it twice at this point, twice a day, once in the morning, once just before lunch. Just, sorry, just before the last lesson of the day. So I would set intentions. So if they didn't follow my instructions, I'll set intentions at break. If they didn't turn up at break time, I'd email the teacher just before lunch or just before the end of the day, um, whether they had that last lesson before lunch, last lesson before the end of the day, and I asked them to keep them in the classroom for me to come and collect them. Yep, that didn't work at times because they'd just walk off and not listen. So I'd have to phone home and set after school tensions for them. And if that didn't work, then they would go into seclusion the next day. And like they knew I was a stickler for this. They knew I'd follow through on it, and but because I had to. If I didn't follow through on these things, then anything that I was trying to implement, any sort of respect, any sort of routines, high expectations that I was trying to set for my class, my tutor group, would go out the window. It wouldn't work. I'd be constantly chasing my tail, um, and I wouldn't feel like a good tutor. I wouldn't feel like a. My, I'd feel like a failure. I'd feel like my job. I wouldn't. wasn't able to do my job properly. Um, like I said, I had. This was a tutor group that were retaking exams. So they were, had um, some students there that throughout their years at school, they had that reputation. They had that um, bad reputation in lessons um, for swearing and not following instructions. So, so I had to, I had to follow through with what I was saying, what I was doing. And I had to make them aware, look, if you choose to do this, then this is what's gonna happen. This is the likelihood. Um, just so that they were aware as well. So it got to the point where 
um, there was an executive head whose office was right next to my classroom. So I actually emailed him and I made him worse and look, can you please, if my students are lined up waiting for me at this before tutor time, please don't let them into the classroom. Because there were a couple of times when he was letting them in and letting them through. And I was shocked that he was letting them in with their coats on. Um, so I emailed just to ask, politely ask, please do not let them in. Um, and just, I'll line them up when I come to tutor. Just in case I was held back because of start, um, break duty, for example. And I lined them up every single day outside my classroom, every tutor time, in alphabetical order for the fire drill so that they knew what, where to stand when they had to do the fire, fire practice. Um, and of course, they didn't like me for this. They didn't like me for it. Um, and I, could, I understood in terms of wearing your coat in the building, even as a member of staff, it can be quite awkward taking your coat off just before you get into the building, which I said, well, when you get to my classroom, I expect you to take your coat off before you enter the classroom. So again, I was trying to build a positive relationship by giving them some sort of leeway that doesn't affect my own rules and regulations in my classroom. Um, and it, the phones were the big thing. I hated phones, absolutely hated them in lessons. It caused so many issues, so many problems um, that didn't need to be caused. So I eventually started taking a box to my tutor room, to my classroom. And I had my box and I got my students to put their phones and earphones and AirPods into my box. Um, now the earphones and AirPods I wasn't that fussed about as long as they didn't have their phone on them. Um, but some students gave it to me anyway as, because it was connected to their, their ear, earphones especially because it was connect, already connected to their phone. They want to lose it. Um, so I had my box that they put their phones into. Um, and again, that was quite a hard thing to implement <laughs> to begin with. But I was a stickler for it. And I just carried on doing it. Um, and at this point in time, the behaviour policy was... Um, if you receive two warnings, then the third time you go on call, you get picked up and you get taken to exclusion. So, for this reason, that they had to they had to follow through. They had to give them their phones because I'd give them warning number two and then warning number three, and that's it. I'd do an on call for them. And again, this is something that they didn't like because it escalated the situation for them because then they had to go into seclusion for the rest of the day. Um, and they'd also have an hour after school as a result and they obviously made the right choice then they figured out that actually what's in my best interest me giving my phone to miss and taking it to the end of the lesson or having staying in seclusion all day long not being able to go out for lunch and having an hour after school um, so that's what I did <laughs> I took it to tutor and they placed it into my box now like I said they hated me because other teachers would allow them. They'd allow them to sit in their lessons with their coat on. They'd allow them to have their phones with them. They'd allow them to listen to music while they were doing work. Um, and a number of times I saw teachers just sat at their desk, marking or doing stuff on their computer while their students were on their phones during the lesson, um, assuming they were doing work because they thought that would, that would help them focus on their work. And it just it made life difficult for me. Because my tutor group, the students in my tutor group were saying to me, well, why do you have to do this when so-and-so doesn't? So-and-so lets us wear our coats. So-and-so lets us have our phones. So they liked and respected those teachers more for them letting them do what they want, basically. Um, and I explained to them. I just, I was honest with them and I explained to them, look, these are, this is the rules, these are the rules of the school. And if I don't follow through with these rules, then I'm not doing my job properly. I said, if someone walks in, I said, my head of sixth form walks in, they're going to have a go at you and then a go at me because I'm not doing my job properly. And I don't want them to tell you off. I'd rather set you up for a good day and not be told off 
because I'm not implementing the rule properly. Um, I said, I actually got to the point of saying to my students, when they say, oh, well, so-and-so doesn't do it, I go, well, they're not doing the job properly. And I was honest. I said, well, these are the rules of school, this is what we have to do as teachers, we have to follow through with them. And I, I mean, I get, I, I could see why those teachers weren't following with the school policy. I could see why they were letting students get away with things because they didn't want to deal with the stress. They did, they were had enough of it and they were overworked and they were tired of it and they didn't want to have to fight that battle with students. I get that, but they didn't realise that in the long run, actually, it affects the rest of the teachers in the school because I'm fighting the battles. I'm fighting the extra battles with my students because they're not dealing with it in their lessons. Um, I'm not just talking about tutor time. I'm talking about other classes coming down for PE lessons, for example, having to fight those battles because other teachers let them off in the previous lesson. Um, and it's also not good when it comes to observations. If you're not doing it now and putting these rules in place now and setting these high expectations and routines rigorously, and then suddenly when you're being observed, you know you're about to be observed, you suddenly start telling your kids to take their coats off and not allow them in without while they're wearing their coats or put their phones away, it's, it's, going, to, it's going to look bad because students are honest. They'll say, well, miss, you don't do this normally. Why are you doing it today? Like, you need to be able to teach every single lesson and have high expectations and rules and routines every single lesson that you would implement anyway regardless if you've got an observation or not because you want to train your students into following those before your observation for example because you don't want it to basically blow up in your face you don't want it to make you look bad um so i was honest with them i made them aware of why i was doing it and because I said to them, look, I understand how you feel. I completely get it. It's unfair. I know so-and-so lets you and I'm not. I get that. And I, I made them aware that I completely understood how they were feeling. And yeah, it's unfair. And I said that to them. I also made them aware of why I was doing it. Um, so that they know that it's not just me not liking them. I'm not doing it to be mean to them or because I hate them. I'm doing it because it's a school policy. And I'm doing it to try and instill... Um, high expectations in my tutor room and my and my students because I want them to achieve good grades. Um, so I didn't give in. I maintained these real rules and routines. Um, and yes, it, it took time. It did take time. It didn't happen overnight. They didn't suddenly snap out of it and <laughs> follow my rules and routines and listen to everything and did everything I asked them to. It took time. It did. Um, it took detention. It took phone calls home. It took sending students to exclusion. But eventually it settled down, it worked. And the students built up that positive relationship with me and they developed respect for me and they trusted me and they thought I was fair and consistent because I wasn't letting other students off from it. I wasn't specifically picking on students, certain students. It was everybody. I had the same rules and routines and expectations in my tutor room, tutor room in terms of behaviour policy for everybody. I didn't treat anybody differently. Um... And I think it also helped the fact that this, when if they had any issues in lessons, if they had any issues with teachers, they would talk to me about it and they'd tell me, they'd tell me what went wrong, what went on and why they thought it was unfair. And I'm not talking about rules and coats, I'm not talking about coats and phones and stuff like that. Um, other issues that they had with teachers in lessons. I would actually go to battle for them and I'd find out from that teacher, I'd speak to them, and I'd email them, and I'd come up with a solution for them to help my students. I think as a result of that, that helped them respect me a lot more 
And that also helped me help them see that I'm only there for them. I want the best for them. Um, and it got to the point when if students were stepping out of line, they, for example, maybe they had a bad situation at home or bad lesson previously. If we had tutoring afternoon with the teacher and they came to my lesson, not wanting to take their coat off, not wanting to take their phone off, phone, um, put their phone away, sorry, or give me their phone and put in the box. I had other students in the tutoring room going, don't do that to miss. Like, come on, she's just following the rules. And they were actually advocating for me. Um, so when students start doing that, when they start advocating for you and they start telling other students that that's not right, stop doing that, that's when you know you've built up a really good relationship with that student. You've got, that, just, you've got respect from that student. You've got the mutual respect between the two and the trust um, between the two of you. Um, and it got to the point where I became that teacher so whenever I covered um, a lesson, mostly in sixth form because obviously they would talk to each other um, and so, oh, miss does this, miss does that, oh, we have to do this. Um, or if they have siblings, even the siblings found out that I was that teacher who <laughs> had these high rules and had these, so I had these rules and routines and high expectations. So whenever I covered a sixth form lesson <laughs> and I turned up to the door, I'd even hear teachers go, oh, miss, it's you, it's like you're that teacher. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? You're the one that doesn't let us wear our coats and phone, have phones in lessons. I said, no, you don't. No, no, I don't. And I, lined, I did every single cover lesson I did. I taught it. I led it exactly how I did my own lessons and my tutor group. I lined them up. I asked them to take the coat off. Phones went away. Airpods, earphones went away. And I did everything that I would normally do in my tutor time. But because these students had already found out and already heard about it through the grapevine, what I was like in terms of a teacher and my high expectations and routines, like they would come to that, they would see me and go, right, okay, we know that this is what Miss does. Like they wouldn't give me that backlash. They wouldn't argue with me. Um, so in a way, in the long run, it actually will benefit you to have those high expectations, rules and routines, to follow the behavior policy um, and to be consistent. Because not only does it help other teachers during the day, but in the long run, when you get that reputation, you create that reputation for yourself amongst the staff and the students in the school, they know that when you're covering their lessons or you're teaching them, that's it. Like, they know your rules and expectations. Even if they've not had you in a lesson before because they've heard about it from other students. So consistently, consistency is so important across the school in terms of staff implementing behaviour policy, following the rules and routines, because... It helps you get the best out of your students. It helps you create that positive learning environment and build those really, really strong relationships with your students where you have that mutual respect because you're fair and consistent and they trust you and they like you and they'll advocate for you.